Welcome to the In The Moment Podcast with Tanya and Esther. Each episode will bring captivating and insightful information as we walk the path toward healing from inside out. Now, here are your hosts, Tanya and Esther. Hey fam, I'm so excited about this episode. We have a special guest with us. Yes, we have Kyle all the way from South Africa. Welcome, Kyle. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. So Kyle and I, we met on TikTok and I like the way he's been encouraging, inspiring people. So we decided to do a collaboration. So here we are today. I'm so excited. We also on this episode, we're going to be talking about this question that we posted on our Facebook page. And we're also going to be talking about how to embrace failure, mistakes, and rejection. So the question that we posted on our Facebook page was, do you believe God is the only one that can heal your mind, body, and soul? Do you worry therapy could be a replacement for our relationship with God? So Esther and I are so thankful for the response that we received. So we are going to read a couple of the response. So one of the response says, I believe that God is the only one who can heal your mind and soul. I believe that he uses people and therapy to help us get to a point where we can be open to allow him to do the ultimate healing. Therapists can play a major role in our healing, but I believe that God is the only one who does the actual healing from within. No, I do not worry that therapy will be a replacement and my relationship with God, but you could have those who could lean more towards the therapy and rely less on God doing the ultimate healing. I believe therapy helps you to begin to cope and come to grips with what's going on in the inside. But if you do not rely on your relationship with God or rely on him to do the ultimate healing, you can fall back into what I thought I was delivered from. I believe therapy and your relationship with God can work hand in hand. God uses many people in our healing process. All right, that's good. That's good. The other response was, I believe the Lord as the Holy Spirit is inside each and every one of us that guides us and is our compass. If we choose to listen, I don't believe a therapist heals your mind, let alone your soul. Therapy is a tool. It's an outsider's perspective that helps you see things that you would not normally notice with emotional investment. They guide you from your present turmoil to the root of where it started. They don't fix anything. They only help you identify problems and offer solutions. It is not a competition. They can work hand in hand, and for those mentally strong, they can find peace through prayer. The Lord teaches us to reach for Him, to search and find your own way to Him, So how could he look down upon you for seeking help on your journey? Ask and you shall find. Nothing can replace the love the Father provides. Wow, that is, that's amazing. That's amazing. So I love the question. So what do you guys think? Do you believe only God should heal your mind and soul? And do you worry therapy could be a replacement for your relationship with God? Kyle, what do you think? Okay, basically, I, I hear res- the, the, the first response and, and whoever that is, like, it's, it's on point, right? So God is the only person that can really heal your mind and your soul. 
we, we understand that. But at the same time, I believe that God has placed people here on earth for, for many different reasons in different areas. So it, it would be in the same concept. So why would you, why would you have a preacher? Why would God appoint a preacher or a man of God to, to share a word when you could just go and get the word by yourself, you know? So there's certain aspects, there's, there's certain aspects that God will, God will, God will give people wisdom and knowledge to, to help another in, in, in a certain area where they can't help each other. But at the end, at the, at the second response said that, that, you know, they only believe that God can do it and therapy is not, it's, they just give you their opinion about it. That, that I also understand right. because if you take God out of the picture, the therapist can only help you, but for a moment can help you for maybe for just that season. But when you, but when you allow, when you put God into it and you go for therapy, right? It's, it's a joint thing. Not, not only is a person encouraging you and giving you the right advice, but now God is also on top of that. And, and I believe that, I believe that therapy and God together can really fix what needs to be fixed. That's powerful. That's powerful. Esther, so what do you think? Yeah, I don't think a therapist could replace God because God is like, you already have an intimate relationship with him and knows everything about us. I think therapy is more like a tool, but your relationship with God is obviously ultimate. True. What do you think? I feel that no hard times in our life takes a break because because it realizes mm. you have other issues you're dealing with and that the trauma, the pain, the hurt, the depression, the anxiety, and the grief of our past doesn't press a pause button to allow us to heal with our present dilemma. So if we can combine forces, why should we limit our resource we have to heal? And God and therapy will help us when we encounter mistakes, failure, and rejection, and we'll know how to embrace it. How do you embrace failure, mistakes, and rejection? How do you embrace that? I guess for me, it's uh, like growing up, you know, it was it, it was different for me. Like I, I didn't like to make a mistake or I didn't like failing. It was so if, if it if it tended to if it tended to happen to me, it would be like a big dilemma, like, oh my god, it's like the end of the world. Yeah, I failed, you know? And I get that for certain people. I get that for certain people. Like people some people can, just cannot afford to fail or just cannot afford to to you know to make a mistake. And it's and sometimes it's not an advantage to them. Other people have advantages. Yeah, I can fail in this area, but I mean, I can just get back up. It's easy for me. And then we see we see a person from a different perspective, and they feel like if I fail here or if I make a mistake here, it's the end for me. And we just have these certain people in different areas. But I I believe that mistakes and failures are part of life. You can never grow without them. There's no possible way that you could ever have growth or have or have or be or be an impact to the world if you don't fail or and if you don't make a mistake that's 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 the tools as you said that's the tools that grow us that's the tools that develop us into into who god really meant us to or created us to be if we were never meant to make mistakes then there would not be a reason for christ to ever come and die for us or, or shed his blood for us that's powerful breathtaking so Esther, what have you been learning about mistakes, failure, 
and rejection about how to embrace it? I've been learning. I feel like most of us tend to try and avoid mistakes and view them in a negative light rather than something to teach us and grow from. Yeah, I feel like if we change our mindset, sometimes I know I don't take failure that well and losing. But I feel like if we change our mindset, then it could really change our lives in a positive way. How about you? What I've been learning, and because this is the interesting thing that we are talking about this topic now, because what God had dropped in my spirit, especially about mistakes, what ended up happening is sometime when we make a mistake, we mistake things that doesn't belong to us. We mistake anger. We mistake frustration. We mistake doubt. We mistake fear. We mistake depression. We mistake all these motions that only meant to stop by. We mistake them. And what end up happening is become so loyal to it that we end up betraying ourselves. That is something that God had dropped in my spirit about what I've been doing with mistakes, rejection, and failure is that I was mistaking things that only meant to stop by instead of releasing it. And I've been entertaining it and holding it on and allow it to come part of me, but not knowing that I was being so loyal to it and committed to it that I was betraying myself. Right, that's powerful. That's true. Why is it hard for us to embrace mistakes, failure, and rejection? Why is that so hard for us? I think, I think really on, on this perspective, you need to understand, we need to un- understand that people come from different lives. Nobody has a certain life and this person has the same life. We all come out from different places. And I think it's, it's also the way we grew up, who we grew up around. Some people just didn't like when you failed or didn't like when you make, when you made a mistake, it, it, it would be a big thing. And I think, that's so people just there's like children growing up got that concept so deep that now they they're adults and they're growing up and they believe that if I fail or if I make a mistake then there's no going back I can't try this again I won't be able to I won't be able to move forward or succeed if I fail in this area but then that's the thing we gotta break that failure and mistakes as I said before is a part of life and and you you can't you can't fail or you can't make you can you can fail or you can make a mistake but there's always there's always that step you have to take to get up and that's the that's the thing i believe that people have been so hard on themselves that they feel if i fail or i make a mistake it's the end i'm done like life is over and i'm not realizing that you you can fail and make mistakes in in your everyday life in every situation that you go in, you can you can you can end up failing and making a mistake. But at the same time, you have to get up and go again. There's no question about it that oh, if I fail in this area, I've got to sit down here now and stay here. You can't do that. You gotta get up and you gotta you gotta try again and try again. And you can ask any successful person, any person that's a millionaire or a billionaire in this world, even even people that don't serve Christ, and they will tell you that they failed, they made a mistake. But the reason why they, they reached the level is because they didn't, they didn't stop there where they failed or made the mistake. They went again and they tried again. And that's why they, why, that's why they, where they are today. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And like you were saying how we grew up, I feel like some of it is probably taught how you handle failure. 
And I think a huge, yeah. um, a huge reason why people have a hard time embracing mistakes and failure and rejection is a fear. Because we fear yeah. that if we fail, it's going to threaten our ego and how people view us. And yeah, I think a huge part of it is fear, honestly, stems from yeah fear. That is true. I love what each of you guys have said. Also, what I'm learning is it's because we allow it to affect our self-worth. We see failure, mistakes, and rejection as a measure of self-worth. And we don't see mistakes, failure, and rejection as an option, as it's something that is going to happen. We need to try to see mistakes, failure, and rejection as something we can use to inspire us to move forward. Because what ends up happening is we don't see it as an unconditional acceptance. In order for us to embrace it, we got to see mistakes, failure, and rejection as it's un- as an unconditional acceptance. And accepting mistakes, failure, and rejection is going to happen. But if we put that but in front of it, then it's just an excuse. Sometimes we got to take ownership also of our failure, mistakes, and rejection. You know, we got to take ownership and we got to embrace it. Come to grips with like, okay, this is ha- this happening, right? And then so how can we move right. on from it? without putting this happen but you know then we're making up excuses instead of embracing bracing it and dealing with what's put in front of us and like how can I move on from it or how can I better from it or what is what am I supposed to learn from it right like remaining accountable and curious so do you guys think that parents and teachers should teach children how to embrace mistakes failure and rejection yes definitely most definitely i think on my end it would be like you got to understand that children live with with their parents right so whatever is being taught to them that's the thing that they're going to take out and live with you know despite the despite like where they grow up or where they're from it's what happens in your household who who are the people around you and basically every day is a necessary that children go to school and who are the who are the people that that's around children it's, it's the teachers and they have they, they don't understand the impact that they have on this generation that what they teach these children today they take and go with them tomorrow not understanding if i if i impart in you something negative you don't understand that tomorrow it can be detrimental to me and that's what then that's what that's what adults or parents or teachers don't understand that whatever i give to these kids today that's what they're going to take tomorrow and go and when they go on their journey that's the life they're going to live and that's that's the exact same thing that they're going to impart to the next generation after them and it's it's a big it's a, it's a big responsibility for parents and for teachers or for guardians whoever is whoever is above you to be installing the right things into this into this generation today So true. So Esther, do you think parents, teachers should teach children how to embrace mistakes, failure, and rejection? Yeah, I think I'll summarize it really perfectly. I think I have anything else to add. How about you? What do you think? This is something, for me being a parent, is something that I wish I had taught my children when they was younger. But I'm learning about it more now. Now that I'm, you know, going through my healing journey, that as a parent, I wish I had taught my children how to embrace mistakes, failure, and rejection 
instead of the perfect, you know, being perfect, the perfection and, and know that yeah. to teach them sometimes failure comes first before you learn. I didn't, I didn't think about that until now that I'm on this healing journey and God been dealing with me about some stuff that sometimes you make a mistake or you get rejected or you fail. Sometimes that comes first in order for us to learn from it, in order for it to teach us something. Sometimes it's, it's opposite. Instead of us learning and then re- rejection and failure and mistakes, so we, I wish I had taught my kids that it's going to happen and to embrace it. But that is not your period. It's just a comma in your life. It's just a comma. And just because one one door might close, that means another door going to open, but teach them how to embrace it, how to, you know, deal with it emotionally, you know, let it know that these emotion and these feelings is going to stop by, but don't entertain it too long, you know, release it, let it go, learn from it and keep pushing. And then also on the teacher side, especially with me, I used to teach little kids is something that I wish I thought about. It's called productive failing. When students have the opportunity to generate and explore situation to challenge their task prior to being instructed. So I read this. It says, when a learner expressed confidence in a wrong answer, the, lo- the learner second guess may often be the correct answer. When corrected, some of the students claim that they knew it all along. Okay, um, bottom line, if we embrace mistakes, failure, and rejection, students may actually learn more. And I thought that was an interesting thing that they point out in the article about productive learning. Right. Yeah, it's so true. And I feel like teachers have such a huge impact because you're showing students that it's okay to mess up and it encourages even more learning and creativity. One of my mentors, honestly, all my mentors, They've always encouraged me to fail forward. Because that's how you get better. Denzel Washington had this quote. He said, if you're going to fail, fail big. But I think teachers and parents working hand in hand together can prepare a child for the world because that's going to happen. Mistakes, failure and rejection. But it will help them to embrace it. Then it won't fall in the, you know, depression. You know, they won't feel you know, they all know how to, yeah. won't take it personally when it happens. They won't take it so personally when they make a mistake and when they fail or when they get rejected, it won't be so personal. They won't take it to heart. Right. So how do we embrace failure, rejection and mistakes in our workplace? How do we embrace it when it comes down to our work environment? I think work environment is like, it's like on a different level. You know, we no longer as we said, like business or work, but you can't take it personal. And in that area now, if we tend to make a mistake or fail in that area, we can't act based on our feelings because end of the day, that's corporate. That's a corporate environment. And they, you, you don't, you don't always have a religious point or religious view in, in corporate areas or in business or in, in your workplace. They, there's people from different religious Bases, people that have different cultures, that have different beliefs. And I think how you react to a failure or, or, or a mistake will, 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 will impact you big in a, in a work environment. And that's why I think that you, you can't take it, that's why I say you can't take it personal. When you tend to make a mistake or a failure at work, 
you have to you have to you have to take it the correct way you gotta you gotta show you gotta show yourself hey i made this mistake but i've gotta own up to it i've gotta i've gotta be the bigger person and, and continue because like workplace people are watching you they're watching every 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 move of you and if you and if you can't embrace failure or can't embrace mistakes there's no there's no level up for you they'll put you on the spot and say no i we we can't promote this person or we can't give this person a a raise or give this person a or put this person on a higher level because of how they handle mistakes and 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 failures so it's it's i think it's big in the workplace like what do you think i think it's imperative that we acknowledge and accept mistakes and failures as well because i feel like if we've all we've all had most of us have all had like a boss who would never accept their mistakes or failures and that's probably not the first person you would go to if you have an issue so i think it goes back to accountability and i feel like that separates great leaders and managers from like mediocre ones when they can accept and accept guidance and mistakes and also knowing how to um how to like criticize others positively and also yourself as well see this is something that is so this is something that i wish i had knew when i was working before um cuz this is so personal to me before i would this is something that i wish i had knew when i was in the workforce because sometimes we expect our workplace to give us something you know whether it's a personal relationship you know we expecting something for it, but our workplace is only obligated to give us is a paycheck and then with i wish something that i could have embraced more was rejection because i didn't know that sometimes rejection is a divine announcement letting us know that that place can no longer support us and that place can no longer prosper us So that's something that I wish I had knew and that um my time that the time to move on because of the capacity can no longer give me what I need. I wish I had knew that. I wish I had knew that rejection was a divine announcement and 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 to know how to embrace it and once I re- embrace it celebrate it know when to say goodbye to something and to be able to embrace what's about to come next instead of looking at it in a negative way like I did before i wish i had known that but i'm learning it now on my healing journey i, I didn't know that is an announcement that god is making an announcement that this part of your life this chapter is closed and I need you to step out on faith. I need you to trust me. Walk by faith and not by sight. I need you to trust me. I need you to put your trust in me because I trust you enough that for you to close this door and to welcome your next because that's where your next blessing is going to come from. I didn't know how to do that. So God had to do it for me. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah, I think it that ties to actually faith so much so how do you guys how do you guys embrace failure mistakes and rejection in your 
relationship, whether it's with your friends or whether it's with your partner? How do how do you guys embrace failure, mistakes, and rejection in your relationship? That is that part. I'm I'm, I'm basically on the journey with relationships, like like dealing with the difference, like different spouse, like your partners. It's it's big. Why right. why why I say that is because like you know you you tend to in a relationship listen this. I mean we gotta we gotta face the facts. You don't you don't get with just one person. I mean there's there's so many people out there, and you tend to meet people every day. And when you when you go into a relationship, and if you don't have the right stuff, if I can put it in that sense, or you don't have you don't know what you're doing from, or you're not building from the ground up. You tend to make mistakes and failures in that relationship, and then you move on to the next. And the sad reality is, people make these mistakes and failures in this relationship, and then they wonder, okay, I'm moving on to the next relationship. How come? How come I just left that guy there, or I just left that girl there? How did I end up with the exact same person here? You know, we tend to take the mistakes and tend to take the failures with us into the next relationship, not learning or not developing or not not overcoming it. And I think, like relationship-wise, you you are you have to fail. You have to make a mistake in it. You there's not a single relationship on this planet that did not have ups ups and downs. Even Jesus, even the even the people that had a relationship with Jesus turned in. one time. They said, "I'm there. I'm down for you." And the next, they were out out the door. So you know, relationships. You you you. That those are the play. That's the places you make the biggest mistakes. You make the biggest. Or you tend to make the biggest failures in it, and I think how you embrace it is, if you make the mistake in this relationship today, go tomorrow and 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 sit down, sit sit with yourself first, and and figure out why, like what caused this, what caused this hiccup, what caused this failure, what caused this this mistake. Because if you don't handle it there, you are just gonna end up in another relationship with the exact same mistake and. Exact same failures, and it's gonna go on and on and on and on until you come to an age where, like, okay, like I don't care anymore. I'm just marrying this person, and I don't, and, and we're just gonna do life together. Not understanding that because you didn't fix this there, it's gonna follow you continuously wherever you go. Okay, Kyle, why do you think the rejection part and the relationship? Why why do you think that part of it is so hard to embrace? Meaning, like rejection from people. Yeah, like like say you in a, a relationship. Okay. You know, like you in a relationship with your girlfriend, right? Or your spouse, and and then that person rejects you. Why do you think that is so hard to embrace the most out of failure and um, mistakes? I think re- rejection rejection is 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 something is something really deep. You know, it's it it can it can it can occur from the time like as we we were speaking about the younger generation. It can occur from the time we were we were young, right? You 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 could have you could have been in a situation where your your parent probably favored another child more than you and you felt rejected, and you you don't understand that. Okay, I forgot about that situation. I don't I I don't even remember that situation. But not understanding, it's so deep that when you grow up and when you come into a different situation, it's still there. It's you. You think you think I overcame it or I, I I fixed it there, but not understanding when you when you go into another situation and somebody rejects you, it tends to have such a toll on you that you can't move I, on or you can't you can't push forward because you you now because of the rejection you just stuck 
you know and that and that roots and that roots down from from the aspect like 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 did you grow up in and did you were you were you like involved in a situation like that where you got rejected and now you you think you can handle rejection but then when you come into a situation just like that you tend to revert back to the same position you just stuck when you when you face rejection and it's it's one it's one of the it's one of life's hardest things to get over i i like you i can tell you now oh you got to get over your rejection you can't get over it just to, you can't just get over it like that it doesn't just happen overnight or it doesn't just happen gradually it you tend it, it tends to be a discipline that you got to walk with god and to to get over it you know yes so true so esther how do we embrace failure rejection and mistakes in our relationship oh my gosh how do i even follow up after that personally it's been a It's probably like one of my toughest things I struggle with because I'm so hard on myself and I think I'm learning how not to let failure and my losses define me and overcoming them. How do you embrace failure mistakes and rejection? Like Kyle said, the first thing is just pa- taking a pause and reassessing what happened, what went wrong, how can I grow from this, how can I get better? Cuz I feel like sometimes it's easy to even cut people off after the first right. mistake instead of like yeah. actually learning and growing from that and getting better. You know how even like most in friendships, relationships where it's like, "Oh, she did this to me. I'm cutting her off." Or family relationships. But if we take a moment and actually pause, we could learn a lot from that. So, Esther, why do we take rejection so personally in our relationships why is it so why do we take it so personal yeah i think it stems back from just us as humans honestly i feel like it's built in our dna to to want to be part of something so it's hard when we get rejected it starts in kindergarten before you start school right where kids if you're playing in the playground and kids are like oh no you cannot join us and kind of how like that changes as you grow up it manifests differently so i think most of it it's if we never know how to handle it when we're younger see that's good i like that because when i was thinking about the question especially when it's coming from your spouse you take it so personally and i was thinking about our last episode when we was talking about the anxiety attachment because we for some of us we look for that rescuer that knight in shining armor to come rescue us you know how they say opposite attract sometimes we attract we are attracted to that person because we had the same dysfunction and then Right, yeah, yes, we, we see we recognize mm-hmm. something in that person to be like, oh, you know, I'm attracted to that person, but sometimes you can be attracted to the same dysfunction. You and that person have the same dysfunction, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the tr- end up happening is if you and them have the same dysfunction or you have the same attachment style that when that person rejects you, you don't know how to embrace it and you take it more personally. So, so what I'm learning is that I'm learning how to love myself and what my husband his love or my friend love is a bonus. So I'm learning not to make assumption, not to take things personally, 
because those are the two things that I think cause most and majority of our suffering and our pain that help us where we're not able to embrace failure, mistakes, and rejection. Right. That's true. So, Kyle, we would like to ask you a couple of questions. How has martial art helped you to embrace mistakes, failure, and rejection? A little bit about the martial, martial arts part. When I got into it, I didn't really know what it was. I saw action movies. I saw fight. I knew what fighting was. But when I got there, I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. And as I began to like go to, to, to the first class and, and, and begin to learn like the basic things, it, it, it was, it was difficult. Like I thought fighting was just, okay, I'm just going to swing a punch, you know? And it was, it, 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 it reverted to so much more than that. It's how you, how you would stand, how you would, how you, how, how you would face your opponent, the position that you would, that you would face them in. It's, it's so many, it's so many, in so many aspects. And then I think that there were a few times that I got injured and, or I made a mistake doing it. And, and I felt like, okay, or even like a mistake, meaning like when I punched the punching bag, my hand got, got, got fractured and it's like, that was a mistake because of the way I was punching. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do this again. I'm, I'm hurting myself. This, I made the mistake. I punched wrong. And then it became like, it took, it took a toll on me. I'm not doing this again. I don't, I don't need this. Not understanding that the mistake that I made was only going to make me better when I went back because now I was going to be taught how to do it right. And that's, and that's how. That's how martial arts has taught me to embrace failure and to embrace mistakes because it's going to happen. It's going to happen to you. You are going to fail. You are going to make a mistake. Even in, even in a professional fight, if you go up against an opponent, you are going to make a mistake where you get dropped to the floor or you get hit, you get hit on a certain part of your, or your body. You are going to make the mistake, but the, but the end result is you have to make the mistake in order for you to go back and learn. In order for you to go back and be better and better yourself and, and understand that, okay, I made that mistake in that area, but now I got to go back. I got to learn. So when I go back there, that same mistake and that same failure won't happen again. So that's what martial arts really taught me from the ground up, you know? What got you into martial arts? Mind my language, I sucked at every other sport. <laughs> so like, like soccer, football, it, basketball was not my thing. And when I got into this, I just, I just adapted. I just, it just, it just stuck with me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I just, when I got in, it was just for me. That's powerful. Like it builds, it helps you build your resiliency. Does it teach you discipline? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Like you would think. Like you would think, okay, this 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 guy is going for martial arts training, so technically he's gonna be the one that to start the fights and, and and cause the problems. But it but it's the total opposite. It teaches you such resistance and such such it or it takes you to such a humble point that you, even even in a conflict or in in a result of somebody coming to to fight you, you would be the bigger person and say, nah, I don't want I don't want to do this because end of the day you know what you're capable of doing. And you know what you know what fighting can do, you, or you or you or you know the end result of how you could how you could hurt somebody or how you could do damage. So it, it teaches you such discipline from the ground up, and it's not for everyone. Understand that because other sports teach you the exact same 
thing in a, in a different method or in a different for a format they, they teach you the exact same thing so it teaches you much discipline how to do life it's not only you going to the gym and training your body no it's basically like how we would how we would take take it into god's point that you're training your body or you're training you you're training a certain muscle for you to develop just like you just and then you take it back to god you as you go into the word as you go into prayer you're training you're training your mind you're training your spirit in in the gym you're training your body but and you you develop in your body but when you go into god's word you you in the same manner you're training your spirit you're developing your spirit your spirit is getting buffed or your spirit is getting worked out and yeah it's so it does teach you discipline that's powerful wow so who is the person who has been most effective on your journey who's the people who has impacted your life the one i would i if i could pick one person in this entire world it would it would be my uncle uh he was a man of god one of the best preachers in south africa when i tell you the best he was the best from my point of view but um he's no longer with us today and he was such a big impact in my life that he taught me how to be a man you know i even though i have a father uh my 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 dad wasn't uh, how do i say like the father figure to me and he but he he stepped in and he taught me how to be a man how to how to handle as you as we speaking on this topic failures and and mistakes he taught me how to handle failures how to how to embrace mistakes and when you you're going to make it in life you 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 you're going to fall in life there's no question about it and his his famous statement to me was uh, life is not always fair the fact is will you will you will you remain when you fall down will you remain down or will you get back up and keep going and that's what his famous quote to me and and he was he was just he was just something else in entirely he was the most humble the most respected uh, person that you could ever meet and and just just being with him through the through through my journey or through the through through the time that he was here on earth impacted me in such a way that I'm standing here today the man I the young man that I am yes I give all credit to God because I mean God 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 placed him in my life but if it weren't for him being here I don't know where I would be today oh that's amazing thank you thank you for sharing that so what motivates you to get up every morning mm I think mm, the biggest thing I learned was I like we all have a past okay like I was I I used to I used to be conceited like okay it was oh, it was all about me it was me 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 and me you know m- me myself and I but when I when I began this journey with God like I understood that God that God and God told me it's not about you it it was never about you it's 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 a, it's about it's about my people just just understanding that concept is like I can get up in the morning and think it's all about me or as your question says what gets me up in the morning you know we all go through failures in life as i said we don't know we don't understand people's situations and some people would just want to would just want to end their life because they you know they 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 just don't care anymore but you know we all go through that at times but i think what what needs to get us up every morning is to realize that it's not about us it's about the people that are around us that if we are not here tomorrow it could impact those people we have a purpose here not about us but a purpose to help another reach their purpose 
So I think that that's what gets me up in the morning, that it's not about me. It's about somebody out there tomorrow that's going to need some, maybe even a, a hello from me, even a, even a handshake from me. That's going to that's gonna need that tomorrow. So I, I, I tend to not make it about myself, but it's about people. So that's what gets me up every morning. So how do you keep learning? How do you self-educate? I've got a great mentor now. I don't, I don't know him personally, but through, so through social media, through YouTube. I don't know if you all know him, Pastor Michael Todd. So, yeah, yeah, so he's like, he's a big inspiration to me. Just watching his sermons, just watching his teaching and just taking every word that he says and, and, and writing it down and, and, and disciplining myself with every word that he's, te- that, that he's teaching. I, I just grow every day based on that, based on the word, based on my private time with God, based, based on the dark room. And I do mean, it's just me and him. That's how I grow every day, and I'm on this journey just like everyone else. It's, you know, we never, we haven't reached reach our destination yet. We're all on this journey, all learning, all developing. That's me. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. So we would like to end this episode right here and thank Kyle for joining us on this episode. And we would like to also tell you guys, if you check out our Facebook page, In A Moment Podcast, we're going to post our upcoming question and we will be, if you respond, we will be reading your response on our next episode. So we would like to thank you guys for joining. Until next time, everyone. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend a moment with us. Make sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed the episode. Find us on Facebook at In The Moment Podcast on Instagram at in the moment podcast 22 and email in the moment pod at yahoo.com